This is the Planet Rygate Podcast. Episode 13. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Saturday the 9th of December. Details of Christmas in Redhill this week. A big day of things today, Saturday. And right across the Planet Rygate area of RH1, 2 and 3, various fairs and concerts to tell you about. A Santa run and wreath-making, live music, Santa appearances through the week as well. We'll let you know where he is going to be appearing. Our guests this week are from Rygate Roses Netball Club and Ray Common Primary School. Hidden Treasure features some unusual and eye-catching Jasper wear. Don't know what that is? I'll listen out for details a little bit later on. Crack the Code from Merstam and Bletchingley. We'll end the show with our 60-second soundscape from Earlswood Lakes. And you know the A23, the main road from Redhill to Hawley, could do with a bit of a change, couldn't it? Yeah? Sometimes you think to yourself as you're driving down there, people live on this road and it's not as attractive as it could be. You may even think... It's a really busy road. People go too fast. You may think, what if I live that side, but the shops are that side? How do I get to them? You may think, there's a whole load of history in this area, but no one's telling me what it is. You know what? Rygate and Banstead Borough Council think the same thing, and they want your ideas on how you would change the A23. Details on that to come as the Planet Rygate podcast continues. I'm Peter Stewart. Thank you for the loan of your ears. Yes, so all sorts of things coming your way over the next little while on the Planet Rygate podcast. First of all, as we usually do at this point of the show, tell you a few bits of information that we've had in from various listeners and contributors and correspondents. Paul says, Hi Peter, I was listening to this week's podcast, especially your brief mention of Ray Common's Winter Wonderland. Yeah, you remember last week and I said how I was there, I was handing out some leaflets and several people came up to me. Uh, Well, one of them was uh, was Paul. He said, yeah, we met at the gate and yes, I am Natasha's neighbour. Now, Natasha was a guest in a previous programme. She does Yoga Shala down at Buckland Lake and uh, he made that reference and I made reference to his reference last week of the show and now he's written to me to say, yeah, I am that man and he says... Keep up the great work. We love the podcast and keep sharing it with friends. Best regards, Paul. Paul, really appreciate that. And I know Paul is going to be listening a little bit later on where we hear uh, from the people behind that fate at Ray Common Primary School and also young Will as well, who was keen to come on the podcast because he's a regular listener. Will, keep listening, sir, because we're going to be hearing from you a little bit later on. I don't know whether Will's ever heard his voice on a podcast before, but uh, he's going to be hearing it a little bit later. Uh, Rebecca wrote to me from Leafy Learners. Love your new venture, she says. Julian says, congratulations on your launch. It sounds great, very professional and informative. Gosh, that's very humbling. Thanks, Julian. Oliver says, uh, it was lovely to meet you and hear your enthusiasm for the podcast. And a couple more here. Uh, Simon, I enjoy listening to the podcasts. So all of you, Simon and Oliver and Julian and Rebecca and Paul as well, thank you so much indeed for the loan of your ears on the Planet Rygate podcast. All sorts of great things to come. And we'll start off, as we always do, with... The Planet Rygate Planner. It is the Good Time Guide. The Good Time Guide 
things to do and places to go on the Planet Rygate podcast. And I'm very pleased to say that the Good Time Guide is brought to you by the Get Social in Redhill and Rygate Facebook group, together supporting local hospitality businesses across the area. Yeah, Get Social in Redhill and Rygate is a local platform for local hospitality and social organisations to promote their events. Hospitality is really suffering at the moment, as you know, because of people's changing social habits over COVID. And the industry locally, yeah, it may look pretty strong in some quarters, but it's still very much in the recovery stages. Pubs, restaurants, entertainment venues still really struggling. That's why Chris, the landlord of the Red Lion in Red Hill, set up the group to support his own business and others as well right across the area. So you can follow the group to discover what's on where or if you prefer to listen, this is what I'm here for. So it's the Get Social in Redhill and Rygate Facebook group. And this is the Planet Rygate podcast. So Saturday today, Redhill Town Centre's hosting this season's largest festive celebrations. The day includes festive fun for all age groups and includes competition to win £500 worth of vouchers to spend locally. Live music performances under the Harlequin Steps in the Warwick Quadrant with Susie Radio. And my friend Neil over there. Hi, Neil. Thanks for listening. And I'm sure you do. And uh, good luck with Susie Radio as it continues into the new year. Christmas Market and Children's Fun Fair rides in the High Street from Redhill Market. Late night opening today, Saturday. Festive films at the light. And free festive entertainment through the day in the Belfry, including dancing, singing, acting, gift wrapping, caroling and cosplay as well. Yeah, there's a Christmas craft takeover at the Harlequin pop-up in the Belfry shopping centre between 10 and 4 today, Saturday. You can make Christmas cards, design your own ballet tutu, roll your own beeswax candle, Christmas crafts for children with special educational needs and their siblings, create your own Christmas poem with Woodsy and make your own paper Christmas tree as well. It is all going on in Redhill Town Centre today. And if you want to know a bit more about Redhill Town Centre and some changes that could be coming their way, make sure you listen a little bit later on to the show. Because as I say, I've got some information about the A23 corridor, which of course, as you know, starts in Gatton, goes through all the way down to Hawley. So it does include Redhill Town Centre. If you have a business, if you live, if you commute, if you cycle anywhere down that road or just either side of it, then you may want to hear what the council is proposing, and we'll mention that to you a little bit later on. OK, come and visit our stall, says Dog Metrics. They're going to be at the Winter Wonderum, which is today, noon till late. There's a Santa's Grotto, Log Fire and Festive Stall, and Newton Hazel Hall on Battlebridge Lane in Merstham today. Got all sorts of things going on there. Plus, happening today, Christmas charity fundraiser in aid of the Swallows, which is a charity supporting people affected by head and neck cancer and their carers between 9.30 and 4 today. Summers Hall on Slipshoe Street in Rygate. Friends of Royal Alexandra and Albert School have their fair, barbecue, waffles, Santa's Grotto, Christmas pony rides, weather permitting. See you, they say, at 11.15. 
The English Arts Chorale tell me their next concert is a Christmas sparkler. Today, at St Mary's Church, three trumpets will open a Britain fanfare, followed by everything from the energy of Rutter's Gloria and many more, plus carols with audience participation, making it a night to remember. Don't miss this harmonious celebration of the season. Tickets and more details, englisharts.org slash tickets. Friends of Earlswood School have a Christmas fair today between two and four, featuring Mrs Claus in her kitchen and themed games as well. Details via Friends of Earlswood on their Facebook post. Mentioned this last week, the Brockham Arts Club have a festive pizza, paint and slime night, providing an artistic, relaxing and fun-filled session for children aged 7 to 4. So it's between 6 and 8 today, £20 a child, Unit 3, Tanners Court, Strood Green in Brockham. Carol McCutcheon got in touch via the website, theplanetrygatepodcast.com, and sent me the form with this on, that the Donata Choral Society have their winter cheer concert of carol singing, seasonal songs and more with guest tenor Anthony Harris and the Donata School Students. Yeah, Carol says Anthony's reputation for personality, energy and warmth-filled performances have become widely recognised both on the concert platform and in musical workshops. And also, as I mentioned, performances from the Donata School students and the audience will be able to join in traditional Christmas carols as well. Today, Saturday at 7 o'clock, St Mark's Church in Alma Road. Sunday, the 10th of December, the annual YMCA Santa Run. We always look forward to these. Uh, Priory Park, of course, as you might expect. Get ready to spread some festive cheer as we raise money for YMCA East Surrey. You can run or walk one or three miles. It's at 10.30 in Priory Park. Uh, £12.50 a person, and that includes a Santa suit, drink and a medal as well. And if you're too late to book up, then please go along and support them. There's Christmas wreath-making at the Garibaldi. That's the pub in Redhill, of course. Between 10 and 12 today with our good friend, the girl who gardens. So uh, go along there and uh, see what all that is about. At Gatton Park, there's another Christmas wreath-making workshop. Tomorrow, Sunday, 1.30. You can make a willow wreath for your front door and decorate it with natural materials and foliage. So cedar, holly and ivy. There's a song about that, isn't there? Uh, It's all been found on the Gatton Park estate. Enjoy a glass of mulled wine and a mince pie as well. Book via gattonpark.co.uk. Tomorrow at the Belfry, you can go along and join in Christmas carols. That's between three and four. Wrap up warmer, maybe stop by one of our cafes for a mince pie and a coffee, they say. Live jazz at the Hatch at Shaw's Corner is back tomorrow between 4.30 and 6.30. Smooth jazz standards, including Christmas classics plus contemporary songs from the local Rygate artist Simon Rushby on keys and Lorraine Gauntlet on vocals. There's a charity concert at Rygate Park Church organised by a 16-year-old. Yeah, musical performances from Rygate Grammar, funds raised for new learning equipment and some repairs at Brooklyn School for special needs students in Rygate. Yeah, this looks really interesting. So the 16-year-old, I don't have her name, but it might be Tyra. 
has put this on. So let's give this a, a really good plug. It's Rygate Park Church, Park Lane, Rygate, the 10th of December, between 6 and 7, £10 a person. All funds go towards Brooklyn School. There's piano, singing and other instruments playing. If you want some more information, Tyra dot embrace the difference at gmail.com Monday Rygate and Redhill round table have got in touch with Santa and they've persuaded him at a very very busy time of the year to go on a tour of local roads in the Earlswood area starts at 6.30 from Woodlands Road on Monday night Rygate and Banstead Leaders' Surgery is Tuesday between 4 and 6. So if you live or work in the borough and want to discuss local matters directly with uh, Councillor Biggs, you can book an appointment by emailing leadersurgery at rygate-banstead.gov.uk. Santa's going to be around the Donnings area on Tuesday night, starting at 6.30 at the Raffles Bridge car park, so just outside Quick Fit. And you can't get better than a Quick Fit fitter, can you? Wednesday the 13th between noon and 2, Rygate and Banstead Learning Lunch. It's a festive get-together at the Town Hall. Go along for a festive networking session with other local businesses. And between 5.45 and 8, RB Inspire. Yeah, it's a business networking event again at the Town Hall. Start and grow your small business with free mentoring and tap into the wealth of expertise in the Rygate and Banstead business community. And once you've... uh, had all of those ideas, you can go and relax at the Christmas concert from Buckland and Betchworth Choral Society. It's at St Michael's Church in Betchworth at 7.30. Join in with your favourite carols, enjoy a glance of wine and mince pie as well. Santa's going to be on the White Bushes Estate from 6 o'clock in the South Merstham area starting at 6.30 at the Feathers Pub. Uh, from uh, from the high street so he's going to be putting in a couple of appearances overlapping because he's magic you know thursday santa's visiting redstone hill from six o'clock friday the 15th the art society of betchworth have a charity lecture to herald the festive season at betchworth village memorial hall the 12 plants of christmas their natural history botany and folklore it's from anthony walker who's a former director of oxford botanical gardens and it all starts off from 7:30. tickets 15 pounds on the door or profits in a retiring collection to crisis at christmas a magical show is coming to the Harlequin pop-up this Christmas and it all kicks off on Friday. Santa's North Pole Adventure is a magical live show featuring Santa and his elves at the North Pole preparing for Christmas with fun, laughter and audience participation. Book your tickets by visiting harlequintheatre.co.uk. Starts on Friday the 15th and goes through until Christmas Eve. Santa himself is out and about in the Gatton area, starting at 6.30 on Regent Crescent. Sneak peek for next Saturday the 16th, mulled wine and delicious things to eat afterwards at the Path Christmas Concert on Saturday the 16th, 7.45, All Saints Church on Battlebridge Lane. And Santa makes another appearance in the North Merstham area, starting at 4.30 to Brook Road area. 
And we've got some advance notice for other good time guide things for you to do. The Nature Reclaimed Shop have some workshops. Mentioned them last week. They were collecting flat-bottomed bottles, weren't they? They've got loads of them now after our mention on the Planet Rygate podcast last week. So uh, a perfect pairing, they say, of candle-making fun and delicious supper from Lucy's Ladle. It's held at the lovely New Leaf Rygate refill shop in Woodhatch and uh, yeah Nature Reclaimed are doing some candle making fun Saturday the 10th of February and Thursday the 21st of March so you can book there nature-reclaimed.shop and it strikes me that some of my best friends in the area we've got Nature Reclaimed we've got New Leaf Rygate and we've got Lucy's Ladled all together in the same place which is fantastic and hope that goes really well guys so uh, if you want to learn how to make candles then you can do that on the 10th of Feb and the 21st of March if you're looking for new interests or activities, enjoy meeting people, why don't you consider joining Rygate and Red Hill U3A? That's the University of the Third Age. You explore a wide variety of interests. They've got monthly talks, and the next one is the 5th of January at 2 o'clock behind the scenes at Royal Palaces. They also have an art appreciation group, cryptic crossword group, a group for family history, pub quizzing, singing for pleasure, all sorts of things going on. If you want some more information on that, RRU3A for Rygate and Redhill University of the Third Age, RRU3A, digit three, dot org dot UK. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings the good time guide for this week to a close. Loads going on, isn't there? From Rygate and Redhill, Buckland, Betchworth and Brockham. Great stories from places you love and people you know. This is the Planet Rygate Podcast. Still to come, we have our code, Crack the Code competition from Merstam and Betchworth. Also, we've got Planet Rygate stars, those local people who've done fantastic things over the last few weeks. Plus our hidden treasure, news of development along the A23 corridor. And also, we're going to be hearing from Ray Common Primary School and one of the organisers of their Christmas fair a couple of weeks back, Emma Simpson. But first, let's go to Rygate and the Rygate Roses Netball Squad. And a few weeks ago, when things were altogether a little bit warmer, I caught up with Alice and Amber. There was a huge gap in the market. There was barely any netball clubs in and around the Red Hill and Rygate area. And it was Why do you think that is? I have absolutely no idea. I mean, you do have some local clubs that are quite large. They have multiple teams, but they're not in this area. And obviously there's so many students who love netball. They play netball in their schools. And so I have no idea why nobody had identified the gap in the market and... Uh, done what we've done basically before so yes we started Rygate Roses and we are now full and with a waiting list so it's really exciting and you've only been going a couple of years as well haven't you was it was it really quick to take off we did start a little bit smaller and it has built since then so now we're across two sites and things like that but pretty much from the beginning there was a lot of enthusiasm for the club people definitely wanted it and were you surprised by that that there were so many people wanting to do it as a PE teacher in the local area I knew that there were so many girls that loved netball 
and loved playing netball just from watching kind of district fixtures as well as our private schools that we have a plethora of in the local area. So no, I wasn't hugely surprised. I was just more surprised that there wasn't a more local netball club, if I'm honest. I was so overwhelmed for Natalie um, and the club when it first started at our school site that I was working at at the time that it was taking off. And then obviously when the opportunity arose to come on board, it was a no-brainer. Of course I was going to come on board. And I started just coaching and then have built through to now be co-head coach. Okay, well, Natalie, let's turn to you. What is it about netball that infuses young women? I'm 48 now, and I still absolutely love netball. The thing about netball, it's a team game. You play together, you want to win, but most importantly, you want to have fun. And I think that all the girls in the local area probably feel that same way. Okay, and you travel a huge distance uh, to to come here, don't you? So you you moved away since the club was started, but you still come back. It draws you back. Absolutely. I could never leave Rygate Roses. So I have four children. Three of them have kind of gone off in different directions now. So me, my husband and the youngest, we're now based mainly in Cornwall, but I come up and do two out of five sessions up here so that I'm still really involved, which is lovely. And that shows a heck of a commitment. And that's one of the, the, the main things about sport, isn't it? That if you are going to join a club, then you've really got to be committed to do the training, to play, to be part of that team, to be part of the squad to to turn up to matches and do your best that's the thing about netball is you love your team you kind of put everything out there on the court with them you work your hardest you play your hardest and I play for two teams up here as well and now one in Cornwall moving away I still want to come back for the club and also to play my netball and I we hope that the girls feel the same way we really hope that all the Rygate Roses girls properly feel part of a team that's the main thing that we want to encourage is a lifelong love of netball because hopefully they'll play netball for their whole lives hopefully they'll go on incredible netball journeys but hopefully they'll always remember us and Rygate Roses we've never turned away boys we're okay, well, we let are me ask you about that boys, but we, yeah. we don't we don't have any at the moment but right, you know okay. should anyone want yeah. to start but netball is growing for boys as well but yeah actually we've just started a new thing called Rygate Rosebuds which is four years two and three which is really sweet so we start at year two and at present our oldest girls are year 12 So yeah, it's a 10-year age span, which is lovely. So we actually have three teams in Surrey Junior Netball League. We then have an additional team that plays in the Greenacres League based at Coombwood on Tuesday evenings. And then we also organise loads and loads of friendlies. So we always aim to ensure that every single girl within our club, or boy if they come along, will get at least one match per term is what we aim for. And that is even down to our little ones. So we have some friendlies often arranged on our training night, but sometimes not. So everyone's getting loads of match play across the season, which is and Natalie, let's come back to you. What about the future? What happens next? You must have aspirations to go bigger and better, more people, different, whatever. It's really tricky, actually, because, yeah, we want as many people as possible to be able to play. And that, that has been our thing, that we want to open it up to everybody. We're not saying you can't play if you're not very good, etc. You know, we want everyone to enjoy it. But how big do you want to grow? It's really difficult. We have amazing coaches We've got coaches from all the different schools. We've got heads of sport, heads of netball, people that have just played netball for years and years. And that's the problem. If you expand it massively, we might not be able to find those amazing coaches. And it's kind of, so it's a bit of a tricky one, really, to keep the balance. And also, at the moment, we're split across, well, three venues, really, because we train here, we train at Catrum, and then we do lots of stuff at the Hawthorns as well. So it's finding the venues, but most importantly, finding the coaches that we would love to work with. 
Okay, so one final push. Sell Rygate Roses Netball Club to people who are listening. Yeah, if you love netball or you love playing sport and you think you want to try netball, then give us a try. We're really good fun. We encourage everybody and just want everyone to come along and have a really good time. Email us on rygateroses.netball at gmail.com and then either Nats or I will get back to you with some more details. And Amber is one of the players with the Rygate Roses. What's made her want to join up? I just want to practice my netball a bit more because at school there are lots of people and I really want to be in my, with my friends in the A-team as well and it's fun being at Rygate Roses. I've made lots of new friends here but my other friends also go here and I quite like there are lots of different positions that you can play so you can try new positions and see what you like and it's really fun you don't just do like matches you also play really fun games and it helps you like learn more netball and it's really fun as well as like competition. And if you would like some more members for your group, team, squad, whatever it happens to be, get in touch with me. Just fill out the form via theplanetrygatepodcast.com. And while you're on your computer or your phone, then you may want to consider subscribing to the podcast as well. I'd love you to. Crack the code. Our weekly game for Surrey spies. On the way, we've got Planet Rygate stars saying thanks to some local heroes, hidden treasure as well, and also tell you what's in next week's programme. Oh, and before we go, at the end of the show, our 60-second soundscape from Earlswood Lakes. And don't forget, please subscribe to the show and then you won't miss an episode. It's easy to do that in your favourite podcast app. Thank you so much. So, yeah... We got the crack the code competition for our Surrey spies. Where were we? Well, last week we we're in Merston, and this is the answer. Two, zero, seven, five. Yeah, two zero seven five. The answer to last week. So the question for this week to replace that goes like this. Peter, where are you? Come in, please. Planet Rygate podcast and crack the code this week in Betchworth on the old Rygate Road. And the question I've got for you today is just opposite the post box on the old Rygate Road, so just before the Red Lion pub, there's a bus stop. What is the number of the bus that stops here? So we're on the Rygate Road in Betchworth, just beyond the turning to the street on the right-hand side. On the left-hand side, there's a little red post box, and almost opposite it is a bus stop. But what is the number on the bus stop? What is the code number we're looking for today on Crack the Code? OK, well, as S-Club once said, let's reach for the stars. Planet Rygate stars, thanking local heroes who are out of this world. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to the show, please do that through your favourite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. OK, so these are the stars for this week. Just ahead of Christmas, Melanie says... I wanted to extend a huge thanks to the kind people who helped my son in Morrison's. We got split up at the Rygate Santa Gathering. It was extremely traumatic for him and me. He was found in Morrison's. I was so emotional being reunited. I didn't really speak to anyone to say thanks or find out more. But if it was you, he said, a man helped him. I can't tell you how thankful I am. 
This message as well, just want to say thank you to a lady in Woodhatch who's been so lovely and kind and paid for sweets for my son and his friend. Yeah, they walked back home from Rygate School and, as usual, popped into a shop to get something but then realised they didn't have enough money, bless them. Thank you so much, you made them so happy and my son said, Mum, there is still so many beautiful souls in this world. It's kind of why we do Planet Rygate Stars, to bring attention to those beautiful souls. And here's another one being mentioned here now. Thank you, New Leaf Rygate, the refill shop. Yeah, we've spoken to Karen down there. In episode one, thank you so much for looking after our buggy after we accidentally left it on the pavement while packing up our car. Thank you also to the members of the community who shared the post. Baby is very happy to be reunited with it. All the best from two sleep-deprived parents. This is the Planet Rygate Podcast. Well, the big day not far away and helping to get us into the mood. All sorts of carol services, fairs and fates and Santa appearances... And one of those winter wonderlands that I went to a couple of weeks ago was at Ray Common Primary School, invited there by one of the organisers, Emma Simpson. It's a real um, community of people that have come together. It's led by myself and Lindsay Wheel as the co-chairs of the PTA, but we've got over 120 volunteers here today, so um, we're really impressed and grateful for that support. We try to bring in the whole of our community. It's not just the school community that we want to look after. We have another event, which is our fireworks event, and that brings in a huge um, group of people from our local community, which we are really appreciative of. Because I know that the school also rents out part of the property some of your facilities to local groups? Yes, we do. We have a number of different local businesses that use our facilities here. We're very, very lucky that we're one of the few schools in the area that has its very own pool. Um, so we have a lot of different companies come along and use that for their baby swimming groups. Pools can be quite expensive, can't they? They can, especially when they need to be heated to a certain degree for babies to learn how to swim. So we're very fortunate that we have that. But we have other companies that come in and use us as well. So there's a taekwondo um, company that come in and use our facilities as well. We have French Club that use us as well, so we're very, very fortunate that we're able to offer our facilities to help others. And I'm guessing if pools are expensive, then this is what some of the money is going to be going towards? Most definitely. So there's a, a big programme of work at the moment where we're looking to make some major renovations to the pool area. It's about making it as accessible to as many people and children as possible that we can. So we're refreshing our changing facilities, how people can get in and out of the pool, and obviously making sure it's a pleasurable experience as children learn to swim which is a vital life skill for them so that's going to be a big fundraiser i guess probably goes on for several years does it but also some more day-to-day things that you're raising money for too Yes, the swimming pool is a huge project, so that will go on for a number of years, I'm sure. But we have other things that we raise money for as a PTA to help improve the children's um, learning environment. So, for example, we um, help the school to provide laptops and new books for the libraries that we've got here. Um, And it's about providing things like home learning journals as well, which is the essential communication between what's happening at home and with the teachers here as well. Okay, it's been a really big venture this afternoon for three hours. All of these stalls, lots of people turning up, lots of things you've had to organise. You must have a whole list of people you want to thank. Go for it. 
Most definitely. It's thank you to everybody that's volunteered their time and effort, both here today, um, if it's an hour on the stall, or for all of the volunteers that we had in the school last night, the people that have helped us all of the week, but also the school community as well. We work exceptionally well with the teachers, the deputy head, everybody really. It's a joint effort. We work as one big team to make it happen, and we couldn't do it without that support. So I'm at the Christmas fair and I've caught up with Will. Will is one of my younger listeners. Hi, I'm 11. You don't go to this school anymore, is that right? Yeah, I used to go. Where do you go now? Rygate School. Okay, so when you were here, what was it like? Very nice and very good learning and it had a very big playground and lots of things to do and it's very nice to eat. What was your favourite school dinner, do you reckon? Because when I was at school... It was butterscotch tart was my favourite. Do they still do butterscotch tart? that's still very nice. And my favourite's macaroni and cheese. Also, I was speaking to one of your teachers earlier on and they were telling me all about the school pool. Did you learn how to swim? Yes. Okay, how difficult was that? Not very, it was quite easy. Is the pool a good pool or do you think it needs some changes? They had to renovate it because it had some pipe work. So that's why they were running all the Ray Fest and the and the yeah. Christmas Fair, yeah, to raise yeah, a bit to of raise money. Raise a bit of money for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you reckon that when you were at this school, it was good to take you on to secondary school? They taught you all you needed to know. Yeah, a bit like how they did a bit of extra homework, how we do at secondary as well. So we're getting like prepared for that. We didn't really get prepared for how like short of a lunch we have now. It was an hour, but now it's like twenty five minutes. Oh boy, boys, you've got to gobble down your lunch now. Yeah. Yeah. So you were spoiled when you were at this school, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow, OK. We're sitting here at the fair, and we're on the uh, we're on the stage, actually, on the corner of the stage. What have you enjoyed about the Christmas fair here today? Oh, it's very good choir, and they have lots of stalls. The food's very nice. Well, it keeps coming back to food with you, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what did you have to eat? I had a very nice pizza. OK, so is that, that traditional Christmas pizza yeah. was what caught your eye? Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay. Now... You're 11, yeah? Yeah. So you're not at work yet? No. And you're not married yet? No. No, OK. Do you own your own house yet? Not, no, no. No, not that yet. Do you drive a car yet? No. OK. Have you lived in Rygate all your life? Yeah. We've got a yes. Right, OK. What do you like about living in Rygate? Oh, there's lots of things to do, like lots of shops, and the playground's new, and there's an outdoor gym. They've just renovated it as well, so it's very good. There's like treadmills and bars and things and monkey bars, and it's very fun. And when you go to the shops, what kind of shops do you like to go to? I bet you're going to say a pizza restaurant. Mm, pizza Express is good. Is that the best place to go for a pizza? Pizza yeah. Express? Actually, no, it's Monte Fortes. Oh, uh, right, okay. And what is your favourite topping? I just like a plain margarita pizza. Oh, nothing extravagant. You don't push the boat out. Not really. And what are you going to do for Christmas finally, Will? I think we're just staying at home. Well, happy Christmas to you, and I hope you get what you want. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right, thank you for listening. Our thanks to Will again, and his brother was there, and his mate. I think his mate was Luke was there as well, and also Dad James was there while I was doing that recording as well, just so as you know.
Hidden treasure on the way, plus what's in next week's show and our 60-second soundscape from Earlswood Lakes. Psst, don't forget to subscribe. So what do you think of the A23, that stretch between Redhill and Hawley? Well, the council wants to hear your views and they've got a huge 110-page PDF on their website. You can download it and read it. But some of it is a bit heavy going, but some of it is really interesting. But I took a look at it for you. It's about that stretch from Gatton Park all the way down to the Longbridge Roundabout on the southwestern edge of Hawley. So that's about 10 kilometres. So obviously it goes through Redhill Town Centre, a variety of kinds of space, town, suburban, woodland. Busy road, isn't it? Fast cars. Difficult, too, to cross as a pedestrian. It cuts off people from one side and and shops on the other. Factoid, sections of the A23 carry 20,000 vehicles a day. Boy, oh boy. And the council says that road and what's along it is, well, a lot of it is boring. They talk about grey infrastructure obtrusive signage, not many trees, uninspiring buildings. They talk about those units at the back of the Belfry. You know those? Yeah, and and, and the road down the hill into Red Hill, past Brook Road, uh, and and also the parade of shops on the A23 near the hospital turn-off. They say we could do better with those kinds of buildings. The document wants... Wider pavements, more cycle routes, lower speed limits, fewer signs, better crossing, signals and public transport, more trees which are better looked after, planting and protecting of grass verges. And it says the vision for the A23 Great Street is that it will be tree-lined along its length with a single line of deciduous trees on both sides to create an avenue or boulevard character. Now, I don't know what you think about that. What do you think about this? They want better designed buildings. There are several artists' impressions in there, including of that stretch down the hill into Red Hill, the how that could look as well. Now, I used to live on Brook Road. My very first flat was on Brook Road, so I know that stretch pretty well. Uh, they also outline where parking could be, where bins could go, how eco new buildings should be. So, Think of the stretch going the other way, from Brighton Road, from Red Hill, down to Hawley. Yeah, you can picture that, the, the metal barrier in the middle separating the two directions of traffic. The document shows that could be a, a swathe of grass and trees in the middle of the two directions of traffic instead. Trees on the pavements, wider pavements outside the shops there. And it praises some of the architecture in Red Hill Town Centre. Now, if you think specifically about Red Hill, have you ever looked up? Because some of those buildings are really grand, ornate, three or four storeys. And they suggest that new buildings could be similar or or with similar coloured red brick. Also, more signs of local interest and information boards as well. Now, the council's already done quite a bit of work on this with some workshops with some local people who live locally. That's been going on over the past couple of three years. And there are quotes in the paper talking about local people wanting more of a sense of pride and history of the Red Hill area. Now, if you're interested in the history of Red Hill, go back to listen to T-3, one of our pre-launch episodes, which has quite a bit of history of the local area as well. The council wants a place where it's easy to stay healthy, where it's easy to meet friends and family, so 
efficient transport and access to parks and meeting places, a sense of community, a place where we feel calm, so good access to nature and green spaces, where it's easy to get good sleep, so quieter streets, less road noise, a place that inspires, so better access down that corridor to art, culture and leisure, Uh, the place that offers access to well-paying, meaningful work, and a place where you can live independently. There's loads in this document. It's over 100 pages. I do encourage you to take a look if you live in that neck of the woods. And you can find out more and give your views until Thursday, the 18th of January. So not long. Go to the Borough Council's website. Go to Home, then Document Downloads, Planning, Planning Policy, and A23 Great Street Design Code. Or... I've got a link to it in our show notes as well. And you could learn a little bit more and possibly influence what happens down the A23 from Red Hill to Hawley. The Planet Rygate podcast. Great stories from Red Hill. Hidden treasure on the Planet Rygate podcast. This week's hidden treasure items at the Children's Trust Rygate are two pieces of Wedgwood. Now, Wedgwood conjures up quality. Jasperware, not everybody will know that name, but it's a fine line that was produced by Wedgwood. Now, it comes in lots of different colours generally. So the more common would be the signature pale blue, sort of a powder blue, crimson even but sage another common color and even royal blue but what we have are two pieces of black jasperware so quite unusual so what is jasperware well it's hard vitreous stoneware and it's named after the volcanic rock basalt so it has a sort of muted dulled quality to it we know this is the quality stuff because it's stamped underneath in capitals wedgwood also has an important mark made in england stamped in capitals the year stamp so 64 so there's a bit of age to this and there's also a month mark um, and initials of the person that actually created the individual piece the larger piece is antique wedgwood uh, imperial black so with white raised relief band detail actually indicates sort of sort of Grecian features, um, some sort of trees, and the foot base has a lovely detailed pattern as well. So this piece um, has retailed for about £175 in the UK. We're actually asking £130 for this piece. And so there's no postage and packing, no risk of it not arriving from buying from overseas or on eBay, for example. So this could be in your house, adorning your sideboard, a centerpiece for your Christmas table, for example. So hurry along and buy this piece. We do have a second piece. So it's Wedgwood Black Jasperware, but it's a small bowl and it's the arabesque pattern, again made in 1964. So this is scarce and has some rarity to it. Now this piece actually has greater value because of its rarity. So recently some have sold on eBay for £160. 
we are asking the same price as the other piece, £130. So the white relief band against the matte black bowl, it has foliate borders. What's amazing about these um, two pieces is that they also attract retail gift aid. In other words, the donor is a UK taxpayer paying enough tax for any monies that we might reclaim from HMRC. So at no cost to you, at no cost to the donor, we make an extra 25 pence in the pound on these two pieces selling. So it's win-win. Every pound spent in the Children's Trust charity shops goes to support children with brain injury. So if you want these pieces for yourself, um, treat somebody for Christmas, hurry along in the shop window um, along the right hand side with a poster next to them and hurry if not find something else equally as precious and re-gift this christmas our thanks as usual to julie from the children's trust shop in bell street in reigate and she tells me that uh, yeah jasper where it's really unusual uh, check out the pictures that we're going to post on our social media as well so it's unfinished unglazed porcelain is jasper Ware. so you can't eat off it. Uh, it, it. It doesn't chip. It doesn't crack like earthenware. But it's not the same delicate finish as bone china. It really is quite unusual. Email hello at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. Find out more at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. Leave a text or voice message on WhatsApp 07917. Eight seven four five seven two oh seven nine one seven eight seven four five seven two. Follow us on Facebook, the Planet Rygate Podcast. Find us, subscribe, and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Support us at buymeacoffee.com slash the Planet Rygate Podcast. This is the Planet Rygate Podcast. In a few moments, before we go at the end of the show, our 60-second soundscape from Earlswood Lakes. But first of all, this is what we've got in next week's programme, Renewed Hope. Yeah, they are the people that care for our local homeless community in Rygate and Red Hill. And I've been down there to take a look and to speak to some of the guys down there and find out about the good work that they do. So hear more about Renewed Hope, particularly important, of course, in winter. Can you imagine being out in the weather that we've been having recently? And also, Rygate Ladies Joggers. Well, you've seen them about, haven't you, in their brightly coloured T-shirts and their head torches. And you probably think to yourself, I'm so glad I'm in a nice warm car. We're going to be hearing about how the group was set up and more about how you could get involved if that's going to be your New Year's resolution. And also, if it is going to be something that you want to take up in 2024, to get that beach-ready bod, we've got a special code for you in next week's episode on the Planet Rygate podcast. The 60-second soundscape. Local natural sounds uninterrupted. And this week, the ducks and the birds at Earlswood Lakes. <laughs>